Such was his passion for computers, he had even updated the office's facilities at his own expense. When Ferrara had taken up his post, he had found the new equipment already assigned by his predecessors to the secretary's office, and he had okayed that, although he himself occasionally made use of it when he had some particularly sensitive information to track down. Yes, chief, Fanti replied, materializing in front of Ferrara's desk almost instantaneously, as usual. Ferrara often wondered if the man spent his time with his ear against the wall, ready to burst in as soon as he had any inkling that his chief was about to summon him. Of course, if he had been doing that, he wouldn't have had time to perform the thousand tasks around the office with the efficiency, the meticulous precision of which he was so proud. It was by far the tidiest, best-functioning office in the whole of Florence Police Headquarters. In the end, Ferrara had come to the conclusion that Fanti had a sixth sense. "'Well?' he asked without a preamble. The sergeant shrugged. It wasn't his job to draw conclusions or make judgments. But it was clear from the look on his face that he'd been expecting exactly this reaction from his boss, and that it didn't surprise him that Ferrara hadn't even opened the other files, or that the cigar had been left in the ashtray to go out by itself. "'A young girl, maybe no more than a child,' Ferrara said, lowering his voice as if he were thinking aloud rather than addressing his subordinate, although it was also useful to have him think aloud too. Maybe no more than a child, right? It's hard to say these days they grow up so quickly. They already have breasts when they're eleven or twelve and go around with their navels showing. Are they trying to look like whores, or are the whores trying to look like schoolgirls? A paedophile culture, that's what we're living in, Fanti. And then everyone complains when... But what can you do? Children today want to look like adults, and adults want to stay children forever. No one wants to grow up, no one wants to grow old. They all think they can stay in an eternal kindergarten without rules or restrictions and not worry about time passing. Maybe I'm angry because I feel the weight of my years, every single one of them, and maybe a few more. But in my day, damn it, this girl would have been a child. She would have been playing with her dolls, not with syringes. What kind of world is this? What kind of shitty world? And isn't there anyone looking for her? In the whole of Florence, isn't there a mother with a missing daughter, an uncle who's lost his niece, a tourist desperate to find his child? Right, chief, Fanti said, not knowing how to respond to this outburst. And what about us? What have we done to identify her? What has Violante done? Has he been twiddling his thumbs, taking his children to Rimini? Chief Inspector Violante's children are grown up and can look after themselves. With all due respect, I don't think they need their father to take them to the seaside any more, and I'm sure the chief inspector hasn't been deliberately wasting time. We used to think he was a shirker, but he isn't. I think you yourself discovered that during the Ricciardi case, didn't you? Good old Sergeant Fanti, the voice of conscience. Ferrara took a deep breath, then lowered his head and stared down at his desk. Send for him. But first bring me the complete file... Then, after Violante, I want Rizzo in here. I don't like this case at all. What are we supposed to do? Bury this girl without even finding out her name? Superintendent Rizzo is on holiday, Chief. Of course. He remembered now that at the beginning of the week, Superintendent Rizzo, to all intents and purposes his deputy, had come to say goodbye before leaving for two weeks to visit his relatives in Sicily. Lucky him. Who's on duty? Superintendent Ascalchi. A Roman who knew Florence as well as Ferrara knew Asia Minor. Oh, great. Well, what can we do? Send for him. 
then find out from the prosecutor's department what time the autopsy is scheduled for and who it's been assigned to. Whoever that person is, I want to speak to him as soon as possible. Of course, Chief, Fanti replied, and went back to his office. Like Rizzo, Ferrara was a Sicilian. He had been planning a journey to Sicily for months, but each time he'd had to postpone it. While he was waiting, he found his wife, Petra, to tell her he wouldn't be home for lunch. He didn't tell her why there was no need. It was always like this, even in summer, or rather especially in summer, when Ferrara, short-staffed because of his men's holidays, was invariably forced to give up his own. Not that he minded, he was used to it, but he felt sorry for his wife, who insisted on staying with him all through these stifling months when the sun beat down mercilessly on Florence, the city of excess. But whenever he told her they wouldn't be going away, she would greet the announcement with a smile as predictable as the infernal heat and say that she wouldn't have been able to leave home for long. Any